Hey, one play at a time, huh? Play for each other, love y'all. Hey, enjoy it today. Control the emotion, it's gonna be live. But we gonna make it even live. Here we go. Win on three, one, two, three. Win. Baby, you need some shoes. Let's go, boys. Game now. Game. We got one goal, let's win. You shoot, I shoot with you. Here we go. Win on three, one, two, three. Win. The bills make me wanna Shout. kick your heels up and Shout. throw your hands up and Shout. throw your head back and Shout. Shout. Come on now, the bills are making it happen now. Buffalo's happening now. Hey, victory on one, victory on one. gentlemen welcome to another edition of across the bills unfortunately due to my lovely co-host's vacation uh and of course some scheduling conflicts uh in between we had a little bit of a hiatus slight hiatus but we're here to catch you all up again from our point of view i'm it's been covered six ways till sunday um on local radio here in Buffalo, New York, on uh, national, 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 and everything. Of course, uh, it's AKA hashtag Chiefs Week. Um, the Bills coming off of three straight victories, uh, outscoring their opponents 118 points to 21 total points. Uh, two shutouts along the way, um, being Miami and T- Houston. Of course, the Washington football team scored 21 points when when they shouldn't have scored 21 points but I digress um right now of course looking at the looking at the overall picture the defense is the defense is on all cylinders it's all 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 access drive the defense is on their game but unfortunately when defenses are rolling on all cylinders, Sometimes the cylinders get a little dry and injuries happen. Fortunately, at that in that point in time last week against uh, Miami, Jordan Poyer came out of the game with an AR against Washington. Actually, uh, Jordan Poyer came out of the game with a ankle injury. Injury yesterday against Houston, Matt Milano goes out with the hamstring, the same hamstring that bothered him last year and in previous seasons. At this point in time, with this week being so important because of the Kansas City Chiefs being the opponent now Sunday, this upcoming Sunday night, do the injuries on the Bills' defensive side of the ball dictate how that game going to how that game is going to go? Well. I wanted to add that um, McDermott did tell the media this afternoon that Matt Milano, Jordan Poyer, and Tyron Johnson are all listed as day-to-day heading into the matchup. Um, so it's looking good. Um, I was actually kind of relieved when I saw um, like Poyer getting, you know, the rest he needs to heal his ankle um, because this is just a bigger game than last week's game. There's so much going into this game. Um, so that sort of thing. 
Yeah, absolutely. And of course, you, you got to look back at the last couple of weeks. The when they went when they went down to Miami, um, everybody was like, "Okay, where am I?" They didn't. The offense wasn't the greatest, but still ended up putting up putting up mat, a good amount of points and everything. And then, of course, even again against Washington, it was like the offense was there. Like the offense was up there. Josh Allen finally had that game that we had been looking for. And we had been looking, we'd been looking for that game finally. And Josh Allen had that game and that against Washington. It was where he was accurate. He went had touchdowns and everything. And it ended. Granted, there was a little bit of flukiness. There was a little bit of flukiness at that at um in the second quarter where the Washington caught 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 the Bills napping a little bit on a screen pass, and Gibson took it seventy three yards to the house. And then the ensuing kickoff, where from wall details is is the it looked like the kickoff was going to be a normal kickoff. And then a gust of wind, like caught the ball at like the perfect spot and it just died. And Isaiah McKenzie, McKenzie just kind of misjudged it. It bounced. And instead of bouncing to McKenzie, like he thought it was going to, mm-hmm. it actually bounced backwards into the kicker, Dustin Hopkins. And then that gave Washington the short field and that led to a touchdown. So What's funny is in two games, like really, if you look at the four games the Bills have played, they've got two shutouts. In both in both games that they've in the other two games that they've allowed points, there's been about a 15 minute span where craziness has happened and it's led to it's led to points. Whereas in week one, what the Steelers were, there was like that 10 minute thing where it was like the Steelers scored a touchdown, got the block punt, scored a touchdown, and turned the game around. When it happened to Washington, Buffalo Buffalo was far enough ahead in the lead where they didn't it didn't really bother them. They they had already been up, they had already put up 28, 21 points. And then after Washington scored that second touchdown, Josh Allen marched down the field with the offense and they went they went in 28-14. So it's not so much the fact that the offense has looked bad. It's been mm-hmm. questionable. And even again, even yesterday against the Texans, like uh, the first two, first two passes that Josh Allen threw sailed on him uh, with the first one being, being intercepted and, and giving the Texans a really short field, which the defense, the defense held, held, held Pat, which was amazing. It, because that could have easily been the Texans could have easily taken an easy seven nothing lead right there, but the defense held up. They didn't. They didn't break. It was that bend not break approach, and then the offense turned it around. It's just now everybody's been talking like the Kansas City Chiefs are are the the kryptonite, so so to speak, for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Um, so this Sunday night, Bills go to Arrowhead and it's now a thing of 
the defense is playing at such a high, high rate. It's not so much that do I expect the do I expect the Bills to pitch another shutout against Kansas City? No. And uh, do I have a magic genie that I can go? Hey, my first wish is to the Bills shut out the Chiefs uh, twenty-eight nothing. Not going to happen. But if the if the defense can play to where they keep the Chiefs under thirty, I think the Bills can win because right now the Chiefs are going into that game statistically like almost being the worst defense in the league. They're last in every defensive category right now um they're giving up they gave up 387 yards passing to Jalen Hurts yesterday granted yes they they won big they won um Patrick Mahomes through five touch through five touchdowns yesterday through five touchdowns but Jalen Hurts like put up 387 yards so it it's the thing of Right now, looking at looking at Sunday's game, um, they t- they talked about it. Taron Johnson, Jordan Poyer, Matt Milano, mm-hmm. all three of those guys, if they can get close to one hundred percent or he- heal up and be okay for Sunday night, and hell, you can say they're game time decisions just to kind of put a don't give Kansas City, don't show Kansas City your full hand um, game time decision. It, it's going to be needed because Taron Johnson, all three of those players are having great, great years so far, but now, it, now it's the challenge. It, it's the challenge and it's Patrick Mahomes. It's Travis Kelsey. It's Tyreek Hill. Everybody else on that offense. I don't, I don't really doesn't scare me. Um, I know Kansas city has, remade their entire offensive line. Um, but the Bills defense has shown that they're pretty they're pretty solid against the run. So I, I'm not really expecting uh Hilaire to have a good have a huge game. What the key to the those games though, the key to that game is going to be the pass rush for Mahomes and whether they can keep Tyreek Hill and or Travis Kelsey quiet. And without Taron Johnson, Matt Milano, and Jordan Boyer, that's going to be a hard challenge to do. One thing I wanted to add, though, and a lot of people are making comparisons, obviously, it's the, it's the big rematch. There's a lot of hype. Rematch of, you know, our loss against them in the championship. But we did bolster our defense through the draft we have our number one draft pick Greg Russo when I went to Miami as I had we had talked about um I got to see Russo uh get a sack um yeah and it's just like this defense keeps improving itself and and building and this it's good it's I'm for personally for me I'm I'm looking at it this game like as a clean slate and I'm not trying to compare the teams that played um um during the um AFC championship game like I, I've moved on from that and I hope a lot of people have too but um that's 
yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and this is the thing is if you look at you look at the Miami game, yes, they won 35 nothing, but the the overall dialogue was the offense did not play good. Um, if you listen to the local media coverage here in Buffalo, they weren't impressed with the offense. Yes, you won 35 nothing, but it's Miami. Their Miami was not good. Um Jacoby Brissett, granted, made made some good plays, but still the de- the Buffalo defense was playing lights out. And then you play a Washington football team who has Taylor Heineke at, at quarterback, and their main two player like playmakers are Gibson and McLaurin, and the defense kind of kept them quiet. Plus, they were harassing Heineke all day. And then, of course, yesterday against the Texans, Davis rookie quarterback Davis Mills, who looked it it looked like a college football game, uh, basically where like you have your top one of your top five teams playing like a FBS team. That's what it looked like. It was that that like that much of a comparison between yardage, and it wasn't until probably the last like ten minutes of the fourth quarter that Houston actually got yards and got close to a hundred yards overall for the game. Um, I believe, I believe the total was one Oh nine and, but the Texans had a hundred yards and penalties. So mm-hmm. and everything, but it, it's one of the things of yesterday. Um, they held out, they held out Jordan Poyer for because of the injury. So they're like, you know, give give Poyer an extra week, let him try to heal up because we do have Kansas City coming up. Unfortunately, Matt Milano going down with the hamstring. I'm hoping that it's not serious, like majorly serious, like fingers crossed and everything. Uh, Wednesdays usually the big Wednesdays are usually when the like the injury reports drop and everything and whatnot. So I'm hoping that it's not too serious with Milano. And then, of course, the being aware of Taron Johnson, because right now it's also coming down to um, Kansas City, who just their their defense is not good. Um, let me look real quick. So right now, I mean, uh, right now, passing why? Um, yeah. Oh, defense. Why can't I see? Why can't I see? D- oh, there we go. Defense. There we go. I was like, what, where's my defensive stats? Good, sir. Um, Chiefs, Chiefs. All right. So the Chiefs have given up almost 1,200 yards passing. Mm. And Yikes. <laughs> yeah, they're, they, they've given up. Um, They've given up 1,200 yards passing, and they have given up almost 600 yards rushing. Um, yards per carry is 5.4. It's it, it's it's not good. It's not good. Um, Cardinal, uh, the Chiefs also. So they're giving up almost nine yards an attempt, um, and they're allowing. Uh, opposing quarterbacks to complete almost 70% of their passes. So 
right now that that Chiefs defense is not what it was last year. Plus, the thing is, what people aren't remembering is last year when the Chiefs came here in Buffalo, um, we didn't have Matt Milano. He was out hurt. Mm -hmm. Tremaine Edmonds was hurting. Um, Then in the AFC Championship game, Diggs was hurting. Beasley was hurting. Uh, John Brown was was coming off injuries. Edmonds was Edmonds was like dealing with, was coming off injuries. Milan, same thing with Milano. Um, a lot of the guys were coming were dealing were coming off injuries from the season and just being beat up. You're going into a game now where our entire offense is healthy. Um, you don't and there and you've had the. Uh, growth of Dawson Knox being into going into a weapon. Uh, you have this one-two punch with Singletary and Moss. And right now, from what it's been, uh, from what's been determined, is right now the starting offensive line is moving on without Cody Ford. Uh, Cody Ford is seemingly. Mm-hmm. He's the he he's on the outside looking in. They're going with the they're going with the offensive line they had yesterday. Is um, while Fel- Fel- John Feliciano was out hurt with the concussion, which is Dawkins, uh, Botner, Morse, Williams, and Spencer Brown. And the thing is, is Josh is healthy. The running backs are healthy. Dawson Knox is healthy. Diggs Beasley is healthy. And then of course you have Emmanuel Sanders, which Manuel Sanders is doing so much more for that offense than what John Brown did last year. He's giving them another dimension. Um, It's just with the Chiefs coming up, it's you have to have that killer instinct. Um, Granted, yes, yesterday against the Texans, there were that game could have easily been. The Bills could have easily put up 60 yesterday. <laughs> they kicked three field goals. You figure you, you don't kick them three field goals inside the inside the 10-yard line. That's 21 points right there. They put up 40. So that would that was that was you take off those nine that nine points from the total, that gives you 31. Add on that 21, you're looking at 52. So you could easily put up 50 points yesterday against the Texans team. And then it's not so much of it's not so much. Do I want to see the uh, do I want to see like a back and forth shootout? I want to see a good game. I want to see the defense. Mm-hmm. I want to see the defense do what they've been doing and play stout. I want to see what the pass rush can do. Um, I want to see because the pass rush has been very very good th- this entire season. Um, granted they didn't get any sacks against, uh, Washington, but they had, they had multiple sacks in Miami. They had multiple pressures against Washington. They had sacks yesterday. It, I want to see what that defensive front can do against a new, um, a new offensive line. Can I see and see what, see if they can keep Mahomes contained? Cause that was the, that was the big thing is Mahomes was breaking containment so much last year in both those games. And then on the, on the other side of it, it's just a matter of can the defense play 
play well enough, especially if they're missing Johnson, Poyer, and Milano. That it like that's my that's my that's my hang up with this game is if those three are in, then I, I I feel a little better for it. But if they're not out, what if they're not in? It's like that leaves you with Cam Lewis, AJ Klein, and Jaquan and Jaquan Johnson. And granted, and granted, them, those guys along with the other rookies yesterday did perfectly well yesterday yesterday against the Texans and, and late in the fourth quarter. But the tech, but we're talking two of the premier offensive weapons in the in the National Football League. It's a whole different ball game. So, um, but so going back to the Miami game, obviously you were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the overall like? What was the overall experience of of my of Miami during the game? During the game, or like because like the when I went down there, I the whole city was a buzz uh, mm-hmm. with Bills fans. I like constantly was walking down the street and I would see a guy with a Bills hat and I'd be like, go Bills. Um, but yeah, when we got to the stadium, um, yeah, the, it, it felt like 50-50 um, Bills fans. Um, and it wasn't like I, I, I talked to you about this because um, as you know, I live in New England yeah. and I have to deal with trash talking by Patriots fans, but um, it wasn't like very, like there wasn't much trash talk. Um, It was, it was just like a friendly kind of rivalry. It was weird because I've, it was, yeah. in all honesty, it was like my first road game because I've only been to like Bills games, like in Buffalo. Um, So it was my first road game and I was, I didn't know what to expect, but I am going to eventually try to go to Foxborough. <laughs> I don't know this year. I know you want to come down, um, but eventually I would like to go and see what that is like, but I'm also scared. <laughs> make, make, makes makes total, makes total sense. What are you looking up? Oh, uh, okay. They play. Okay. The Patriots. Yeah, the Patriots are in Buffalo December the 6th. It's when, yeah, that's right. That December 26th game is when the Bills, yeah. Bills is in Foxborough. And like day after Christmas, day after Christmas. That's right. Maybe next year. I, I've, I, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still kind of like, I'm, I'm like 50 50 on that, like going to a, going to that Bills Patriots game in December. <laughs> in Foxborough because Boston's only seven hours away. So I mean I live to put it in the perspective, I live like 30 minutes away from Foxborough. I live very okay. close. Yeah. Like I live closer to Fox. Yeah. You're yeah. You're, you're closer to Foxborough than you'd like to like to be. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that's putting it nicely. I used to work like Right, like a couple, a few towns from Foxborough. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and yeah, there are Patriots fans everywhere, obviously. Well, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I could, I could just imagine, uh, 
how was it last night with with the with it being the the return okay, of Tom Brady? So I tweeted this out, but everybody okay, so everybody was treating this like it was like the Super Bowl. Like it was so weird. Like there was so much hype, like surrounding this game and i think it was just like people like patriots fans like getting all nostalgic um makes sense i feel like i haven't told you this story but i i work in cambridge now which is like across the river from boston okay like harvard is yeah and mit um so i was walking and i saw this guy he was wearing a half and half jersey and it was a half patriots half buccaneers tom brady jersey have you ever seen that yeah, because um, because like people would you like Bill uh Bills fans would have them um, I think Bills Bills like I've seen the half and half like Bills jerseys with like former players um really yeah uh like I think I what was it um. I think it might have been Thurman. Like, like there were a couple people when Thurman was playing with like the Dolphins. There were like, yeah, a co- there was like the Thurman Thomas like Bills Dolphin half and half or whatever when he mm-hmm. like when he would come back. So like, it's just it's a matter of they can be like you can have the like the split half and half jerseys. It's just they're they're customly made. That's the thing. Yeah. So people like have to. People have to like go to like a jersey making store and order it cut, order cut like it to be customly made, like between the two. It, it's just, it's weird because, um, because I'm watching last night and like mm-hmm. Brady comes out to like for warm ups and everything and <sighs> they're like the big crowd. And then the first offensive series, <sighs> I'm like, <laughs> I was like, yo, stay, 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 stay true, Patriots fans, stay true. And, and what was, and people were making fun of it on Twitter. Like, it was just like, yo, this is not what we asked for. This is not what we requested. Like, we requested a complete demolition of the Patriots team. And this is not the game that we requested here. I know. And, like honestly, I I was like, yo, it, Mac Jones, Mac Jones, Mac Jones had a hell of a game, um, and I was pulling for the Patriots. I was like, I unfortunately being a built, and this probably is because what because I'm also I like I had the Panthers as like the secondary team mm-hmm. and everything. The 20 years that Tom Brady and the Patriots just controlled the AFC East, I looked at it as the Bills were so mediocre at times that it was just I couldn't get mad at it. Like I Yeah. Like I got mad at it. Yeah, I was like when like if they would get destroyed, I'd be like, okay, it's Brady, it's the Patriots, it's Gronk, it's Welker Hernandez it's just it was it was like a like just just go with it it's going to happen and then when like the Bills would win they'd win the games it'd be like oh yeah we beat the Patriots good but I never had that hatred towards Brady because I always I looked at it from the outside in a little bit because I was like 
this guy is going to be like, this guy's turning out to be one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter how many times the Patriots made it to the Super Bowl, they won, they won or whatever. Like, this guy easily is, is the best quarterback that has ever played the game. And like, then when he left New England and he signed with Tampa Bay, I'm like, all right, he's going to Tampa Bay. He's got more weapons. He, he's got more weapons. I'm interested to see what happens because because New England's because the story was, okay, Tom Brady's like, I want to play till I'm 45. New England's like, no, nah, we can't sign on for that, my guy. So he goes <laughs> elsewhere. And it was that it was that thing of, all right, can he do it somewhere else? And mm-hmm. he went to Tampa Bay, ended up winning the Super Bowl. And what's funny is if Eli Manning doesn't doesn't pull miracles out his batukas, Brady, Brady is sitting at nine, Brady's sitting at nine Super Bowls right now. Like it it's crazy to think that if certain like certain thing uh certain things happen would have happened in in the Super Bowl, like in all the uh Super Bowls they appeared in, it would have been it would have been crazy. Um it it would have been nuts because if you really look at it, let's see, they their first one, what first one came 2001, yeah. no. right? No, uh yeah. Uh, the 2001 season. They mm-hmm. all right. So 2001, they beat St. Louis. Um, 2000. So the 01 season, the 03 season, they beat Carolina. Uh, the 04 season, they beat Philadelphia. Yep. They lost in 07. Um. They lost again in 2011 to the Giants. So there was the the two. So Brady left New England with six out of, so six titles. uh, They beat Seattle. All right. They beat the Falcons. They beat the, and then the, and then they beat the Rams in 2018. Oh, wait. Yeah. Um, so that was the six. And then Brady won seven with Tampa Bay. So, like, right, had the Giants not beaten the Patriots, <laughs> had the Giants, had Eli not, Manny not been Tom Brady's kryptonite in Super Bowl. Basically. Brady would have eight. And then... And then if Brady say Brady would have left in Tampa Bay, he, he would be at, he would be at nine. And it's crazy to think because back like we back when we were back when I was kids, like you most quarterback like the the quarterback that had the most was Montana at four. Mm-hmm. Like the Pittsburgh Steelers overall as a as a organization had had won six. But like the mo- the quarterback that had the most was Montana at four, and it's crazy to think that Brady is now at seven, and 
outside and had he not lost to the Giants twice, he he's sitting at he's sitting at he could be sitting potentially at nine going towards where trying to get in a, a, a tenth. Well, that's why like people try to compare him with Montana, but I just think it's incomparable because no, I, he's just on a different level. You know what? I like when when Brady when Brady won this fourth, okay. Um, and I know we're getting away from the Bills, but it's like whatever. Whatever. Um, <laughs> it it's his football show. Deal with it. <laughs> um when Brady won the fourth and tied Montana. People were people were still having that. Who's the greatest quarterback of all time? And I, it, it's if you look at it with the NFL, um, with the NFL, it, it's the same thing in every sport. Um, who's the greatest of all time? Okay, and in the NBA, the over the general overall opinion is Michael Jordan. First. In the NHL, it's Wayne Gretzky. Um, mm-hmm. In major Major League Baseball, Major League Baseball, there there's it, it, Major League Baseball. There's not really what like a cold cut solid greatest baseball player ever. Um, mm-hmm. Jackie Robin J- Jackie Robinson's name's up there because of what he meant to the sport. And then, of course, you have. You you have uh you have other players Barry Bonds, Nolan Ryan, so on and so forth. Cal Ripken Jr. Um, with the NBA, it's Jordan's the greatest player of all time, but you have Kobe, you have LeBron, you have David mm-hmm. Robinson, you have Tim Duncan, you have these other players. Um, Wayne Gretzky's greatest and a hockey player of all time. Okay, Gordy, you have Gordy Howe, you have Mario Lemieux, you have Yarmir Yager, you uh, you have player X Y Z, and now you have Alex Alex Ovechkin, which I, I truthfully believe Ovechkin's going to break Gretzky's goal record. But in the NFL, it was in the NFL. What's what's interesting is the NFL has. 11 players there's 11 different positions but it's always the quarterback that gets the attention and Mm -hmm. people are like oh okay you have all these great quarterbacks but tom brady tom brady is the greatest of all time because of what he's been able to do the man started in 2001 he's played for 20 he's now entering his 20th his well is it 20th season like, he's like, um, yeah, like he, it, it's one of them things of you got to look at what he's done and like he, let's see, uh, draft pick. Yeah. Round NFL draft 2000 round six, uh, new England Patriots 20, 2009. So 2020. Okay. So, so he's, he he got drafted in 2000, so 2001 was like it. So the 2000 season was his first. But the thing is, is um, he didn't become a starter until Drew Bledsoe got hurt. Um, Drew Bledsoe got hurt. Uh, yep. I remember second, that. Yeah, 
Uh, September 23rd, the Patriots were playing the Jets, and Bledsoe got uh, hit by Mo Lewis and ended up with eternal bleeding. And and then Brady came in, and uh, Brady, Brady basically was named the starter at, from game three on, and that was it. Like, so... It was the 2001, like the 2001 season, basically like 2000, the 2001 or the 2000 season took over. So he's been doing this 20, he's been doing this two decades. If you look at it, if you look at it, no other quarterback can say that. Like granted Montana, Montana, Montana played a bunch. Um but it was Montana played in a whole different time period. Uh, he played, he was the, he was with the Niners from 79 to 92. So 10 years, 13 Montana played 14 years, 15. Yeah. Brady, Brady, Brady. If Brady plays to the age of 45, you're looking at potentially 24 or 25 seasons in a game that the quarterback position is the most important on the field. You're constantly taking hits, the strain on your arm and and everything. And yes, there's the whole TV 12 and and everything. Mm -hmm. But if you look at it, Brady's had such a career that getting to in relation to the Bills do what I love to see Josh Allen have that have the, a similar career to to Brady. Absolutely, if Josh Allen could play 20, 20 plus twenty plus seasons as the Buffalo Bills quarterback and lead the Bills to say a handful of Super Bowl championships, yo, sign me up. <laughs> okay, sign me up because because we just spent because the Bill because Bills fans haven't had that since the days of Jim Kelly and G- Kelly wasn't around. Kelly wasn't around that long. And that's the thing. It, it's. um, If you really look at it, I think, uh, I think What's- Kelly, Kelly came to the bills. Let's see, 80. So he was with the Houston gamblers, 84, 85. So. Mm-hmm. Kelly, Kelly played 10 full seasons with, with the Bills, okay? Yep. Which, listen, I, yo, Jim Kelly, he, he's passed the torch to Josh Allen, all that. If Josh Allen could have a quarter of the type of career Tom Brady ha- has had, I will s- sign me up. I And I guarantee you any Bills fan would sign up for that Instantly, if if you could say Josh Allen is going to play for the Buffalo Bills as their franchise quarterback for the next, say, 18 years, let's say 18. OK, so 18 years. And in that 18 year time span, he he leads the Bills to say four champion, four, maybe five championships. What what Bill, what Bills fans not going to take that? What Bills fans not going to take that? Um, Russell Wilson uh, yesterday yesterday uh, scored his hundredth hundredth touchdown. 
Uh, and uh, scored his 100th touchdown of his career. Um, it took him 10 seasons and four months like that to score his 100th touchdown or 100. No, not 100th touchdown, 100th win. His, his 100th win as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, he got in in his 10th season in week four. Josh Allen right now stands at 31 and 16 overall as a starter. Mm-hmm. He, Josh Allen to to set that mark needs 69 more wins. Josh Allen is in his fourth season now. Um, so you figure if you you figure 69, and, and the thing is, is you have now, now. And granted, people might argue, oh well, they have an extra game or whatever. Okay. Oh yeah, that's true. Like people, people could probably argue that, but. If you really look at it, okay, he needs 69 wins. You divide that by six by six more seasons, he would the he would have to leave the Bills to an average of 12 win, 12 wins a season for him to break for him to get his hundredth victory. So at, at this point, you, you get a couple of years where the Bill where Josh Allen leads the Bills to say. 13 and four or 14 and three or 15 and two or whatever you get, you get build extra, you build like extra wins here and there. It, you might, you might have Josh Allen being the youngest, the, the quarterback that's the youngest quarterback to ever get to a hundred, hundred career victories. It, mm-hmm. It's just, it's a matter of thing. It's the thing of at this point in time, Brady's done an amount on a ton of work. He's won multiple cha- he's won seven total championships. He's looking for an eighth. At, at, at this point in time, the it's I know the quarterback position has changed over the last say five years. You're getting these younger athletic mobile guys, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, uh Justin Herbert, stuff like that. You're getting these athletic quarterbacks you're not getting the stoic uh pocket passers so so to speak like you still have them and they're um and that but it's the thing of when brady finally retires brady's gonna brady's going to be a first time first first time hall of fame ballot He's going to. He's going to get it. He's going to get it unanimously, like straight. <laughs> straight. It, it's they've they've talked about it. Um, I think what it was. I think what it was a couple of days ago. They made the uh one on WGR. They made the thing of um the feeling that Patriots fans had for like the last twenty years, or whatever. Like the Bills fans are hat like Bills fans are having that now with just being the dom- like being the rough the rough the rough shot of the division and every like being the class of the division. Yeah. Do do I expect the Bills to have a twenty year run like the Patriots did of completely destroying the AFC East and owning everyone? Would it be great? Yes, but in this <laughs> day and age, I don't think it's going to happen. Um. Right now, it's going to happen because the other three teams in the AFC East are 
trying to develop young quarterbacks or trying to figure out what's going on with their teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think at, right now Miami is so dysfunctional. I don't really I don't really expect Miami to be really a challenge for at least another season or two. Until they figure out if two of the two is the guy or not the guy or whatever, the Jets uh, they have something with Zach Wilson. It's just a matter of building around him. Um, the Patriots they have something with Mac Jones. It's just a matter of building around him. It for that challenge. It's just it, it's going to be interesting with the Bills and what Josh Allen can do, especially if and when Brian Dable decide gets a gets a head coaching job because you know that's going to happen. He, yep. He's going to get a he's <laughs> going to get a head coaching job somewhere with with most likely a young quarterback. Um yep. and honestly people have talked about him taking over taking over in New England because of his connection with Belichick. And I can I honestly could see that. It's mm-hmm. just it, it's it it's gonna be a thing of Josh Allen has Josh Allen at this point in time is has every Bills fan um like admiration, love, whatever you want to call it. Like he's our guy. Like that that's it it, it throw back to the Terrell Owens uh press conference. That's my quarterback. <laughs> Bills fans are Allen's the quarterback. And the thing is, is look like just look at like look at what social like he's done social media wise. Like last year, went through the went through the tragic the track of track of loss of his grandmother. Bills fans, all this money to the Patricia Allen fund. This year, Brian Dayball lost lost his uh lost his grandmother, and then Josh Allen tweeted out, "Hey, you want to do money here? Donate." Bills fans, yeah. Do that. And then, of course, yesterday, yesterday, the man he's wearing those the high school hoodie, and all of a sudden, it's like Bill Bill's mommy is like, "Yo, yo, where can we get these hoodies?" <laughs> and and his, high, his high school in California is like, "Yo, we'll give you guys a link. <laughs> Drop a link that we will post a link. We will share it." They're the word the site's gonna get their the, whatever site they have it on is gonna get crashed within within ten minutes of everybody trying to buy a hoodie, and then on top of it, um, if you go to if you go to their their actual Twitter, the pinned the pinned tweet is like their jerseys, their mm-hmm. colors are red red white and blue. It's like coincidence. I think not. <laughs> I mean, he went to Wyoming and I tell people it's the wild, wild west theme. He's playing for the Bills. It was destiny, man. It yeah. was destiny. As Chris Berman says, nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. I mean, really? So it, it, it's just like it was it was like perfect, like meant to be and and everything. It's just. I'm to the point where, um, and they talked about it, like national, like national, the national coverage has talked about it. Um, you not you've seen Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson now has his victory against Patrick Mahomes. 
Justin Herbert had got a victory against the Chiefs and Pat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I think it's now Josh Allen's turn. Do I like they say any given Sunday or whatever? There's that. There's that thing, but at this point in time, um, the Bills need to win Sunday. It's by by hook or by crook, they need to win Sunday because if they don't, it, it's going to be where do we where do we go from here? Like where where do we go from here? And and yes, if you really look at the Bills' overall schedule this season. At best on paper, you're looking at 13 and you were looking at like 13 and four because you had the Chiefs, you had the Titans, you had the Buccaneers, and I think there was what one more team in there. All the rest of the teams are not good. Uh, right. Like the Jets, the Dolphins, the Jaguars, they're not playing. They're not playing good teams. It's just Josh Allen needs that signature win. And this this game right here is that signature win. If Josh Allen can go in and go say thirty two of thirty two of like forty two, uh, three 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 hundred plus and three touchdowns, and the Bills de- and they end up winning say twenty uh thirty one twenty eight or whatever it may be the case. And the defense the defense has a game where they at least they at least hold the chiefs in in control it's going to be that signature win because the national media is like lamar jackson has his win justin herbert has his win all right now it's josh allen's turn we need to see we josh allen josh allen needs this win because otherwise the bills are just going to be continuously judged on what they on their time against their games against the Chiefs, and Josh Allen's going to be judged on what he's done versus Patrick Mahomes. It's even though there's not really a rivalry there, it's just these are the top two quarterbacks in the AFC conference right now. Like they're one and two. Why can't two beat one? And we need to shut down Nick Wright because he is Bills fans. Oh, oh don't even get me started on that. Because he tweeted just recently saying, yeah. you know, he, but he, I mean, he's a homer, so he's a Chiefs fan. Yeah. I, the, you know what? I think the thing with Nick Wright is, yes, Nick Wright is a Chiefs fan. That's fine. You want to, mm-hmm. you want to be a homer fan? That's fine. But, and this is, and this is for me spending the last two and a half years work doing what I've done school-wise with the Dan Patrick School scorecasting and everything and what I've learned and what and from conversations I had. When you're working like that and you're in the media, yes, you want to you want to root on your fit you have your favorite teams, that's fine. But you have to have a sense of um fairness. You have to have a sense of fairness. You have to be impartial with your statements. And I think Nick Wright knows that the last two seasons, the Bills have played the Chiefs. The games have not been great. The Bills have not played well. The Chiefs have ended up winning. 
whatever the case. But the thing that's funny is, yeah, the Chiefs won a very, the Chiefs won in a quote unquote dominant offensive performance in the AFC championship game. They basically had their best, they basically had their best game of the year, that AFC championship game. A lot of people have said that from last year. That was the Chiefs' best game all year. My thing is, yeah, that they they had their best game in the AFC Championship game game against a weakened Buffalo team. There were multiple players on that Buffalo team dealing with injuries, and then the Chiefs went to the Super Bowl without their starting tackles and got annihilated. Patrick Mahomes rushed for 300-something yards, avoiding sacks. So it's the thing of Nick Wright, like, it. Nick Wright reminds me of Stephen A. Smith a little bit. Like, he Mm -hmm. says stuff just to get, just to get the people riled up. And it's going to be fantastic. Like, and knock on wood. It's going to be fantastic if the Bills can go into Arrowhead and just smack the cheek. Like, just smack them. That's it. Just satisfying. Like, like if the chief, like if the if the Bills defense and fingers crossed, praise to the heavens. If Taron Johnson, Jordan Poirier, Matt Milano can be healthy for that game, and the Bills can just go in and just smack the Chiefs. Hold them to like say 14, 21 points, and they put up say 35, and they went, they win, they win by double digits. Yo, people would be like, P- Bills fans would be happy, and it would shut people like Nick right off. It's like, listen, your Chiefs team is not that good, my guy. Like, they're not that good. Because at that point, the Chiefs would be two and three. And what's funny is if the Bills win. If the Bills beat the Chiefs Sunday, the Bills move the four and one. The Chiefs will fall to two and three. Depending on what happens tonight with the Chargers Raiders game, mm-hmm. the Raider, if the Raiders win, the Raiders move the four and oh. And then uh, I believe who do they play next? Um and then the Ra- and then the Raiders. Uh, the tenth, which is the yeah, so they play the Bears next. Um, the Raiders at this point have a potential to be five five and zero oh, come come the, be five and zero oh by the time the Bills and Chiefs take the field. The Bills beat the Chiefs and send the Chiefs down to two and three. The Chiefs now are two games behind the Raiders in the AFC West, and the Chiefs the Chiefs have the Chiefs have they don't have a very they don't uh they don't have a very good they don't have a very uh friendly schedule um see they play the bills they play washington the titans the giants then they play the packers raiders cowboys broncos raiders chargers steelers bengal's bronco broncos it, it's like the chiefs don't have an easy road and there's that um, there's that like what what they call butterfly effect. Yeah, yeah. Like the bill, like say the Bills beat the Chiefs, send the Chiefs down to two and three. Okay, the Raiders end up winning tonight. They end up beating Chicago. 
or five and zero. Oh, they're two game. Like depending on what the Raiders do and what the Chargers do, they're and then of course you have Cleveland, Baltimore. You have Cleveland, Baltimore, Cincinnati, um, and that you Tennessee. Um, you there's there could be a very slim. Slim, and I'm talking slim chance, and that this could be the hottest take of hot takes, and and that there's You're a slim hear chance first. that the Kansas City Chiefs, depending on everyone else's schedule and their own, they may not even make the playoffs. That would be so interesting. Like, it, it, who knows? It, like, it, it's the thing of there, there, there could be a there could be a very slim chance that they don't that they don't make it, especially um, if their defense is so problematic. <laughs> yeah. Um, so right now, okay, pending pending the Raiders Charger games, right, which is postponed at the moment. Um, so the Bengals are three and one. The Bills are three and one. Uh, if the Raiders win tonight, they'll be four and zero. Oh. If they lose, they're three and one, and then. Uh, the Chargers will be three and one as well. Um, so right now, if the Chargers win, you're going to have you're going to have the Chargers, the Browns, the Broncos, the Ravens, the Bills, the Bengals, and the Raiders sitting at all three and one, sitting at three and one. If come next week, say like a lot of those three and one teams win and move to four and one and the Bills beat the Chiefs, the Chiefs are going to be two games behind everybody else. Behind all those, behind all those four and one teams. Which, if you really look at the Chiefs' schedule, they, pl- they play the Cowboys. The Cowboys, are, the Cowboys are playing very well, very well. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, like Aaron yes, the Packers got demolished week one by the Saints, and since then, Pat Aaron Rodgers has been like on a revenge tour. He's just like, all right, I, I, okay, I had week one, 33, cool. And he's been on a revenge tour since. Just, he's just destroying defenses. Um, Baltimore, Baltimore seems like it's, it, it's got a strong, strong team. Cincinnati is surprising. Um, you have the Chargers that is, that have a very strong team. The rate, like a lot of people are like, oh, the Raiders are playing good. I don't think they can hold it. Same thing with the Broncos. That's fine. The Broncos and Raiders are in the AFC West. Those four mm-hmm. teams can beat up on each other. And <laughs> who knows? All three of those teams could end up saying, could end up at three and three or four and two in the division and not have anybody go undefeated. The Chargers already have a win on the Chiefs. The char- Say the Chargers, say the Chargers, say the Chargers. Sweep the Chiefs. Say the Raiders split with them. Like there, there's a good depending on how the rest of the season plans out. There's a very small chance that the Chiefs don't get into the playoffs. Just yeah, just depending on how the rest of the rest of the season plays out. Because you could because okay. The because this is the thing is the AFC East right now Buffalo Bills okay Bills are three and one the rest of the divisions one and three, um, with the with the NFC with the AFC South, uh, the AFC South 
Uh, you have Tennessee two and two, Houston Indies one and three, Jacksonville zone four. Obviously, Tennessee's probably Tennessee is most likely going to come out of the AFC South. The Bills are going to come out of the AFC East. At that, that's two teams. Then you have you have the Bengals, the Ravens, and the Browns. And then right now, the Raiders, Broncos, and Chargers and Chiefs. You have seven teams fighting for five total spots. And for the playoffs, like depending on scheduling, depending on how schedules and how and how teams play, like I said, you can call it the hottest take of hot takes. There's a there's a possibility the Chiefs don't get it, may not make the playoffs just by just by record wise. And when was uh, like it? And it's crazy to think like. Imagine the play. Imagine the playoffs without Patrick Mahomes and without Lamar Jackson. You end up, you end up having Josh Allen, Ryan Tannehill, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Baker Mayfield, and um, Derek Carr as the seven as the seven playoff teams. Like at that point, people in the AFC are going, "Yo, like <laughs> who's beating Buffalo at that point?" If, if like Josh Allen and the Bills and the defense can like they've said it, it it's for some reason 2021 is like the Bills defense from 2019 and the Bills offense from 2020 has kind of like mashed up married <laughs> had that mashed up and marinated together for the two for this 2021 season. Um like to be to be completely honest, like if the Bills could the Bills end up with a number one seed, and then the the other six teams are the Titans, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Bengals, and Browns. Like you're you're look you're looking at potential you're looking at potential where people are going yo the bill the Bills have you got to go through Buffalo to get to the Super Bowl basically. That's like, wild. Like I said, it was going to be the hottest hot takes, and here we are in week five. I just want to. I just want a home AFC championship game. <laughs> I want to play in Arrow or anywhere. That well, that's the thing. Like people are a bit, well. That's the big thing is that this is how important this is how important like this game is because. If the Bills beat the Chiefs, the Bills will move to four and one. The Chiefs will be in two and three, and it makes that road to Spoilers. the number one number one seed and home field advantage that much easier because of the Bills' schedule. The only real challenge that you're going to have on the schedule is Tampa Bay. Because mm-hmm. let's see, tight the Titans aren't really the Titans haven't really impressed anyone. You have the Dolphins, Jaguars, Jets, Colts, Saints, Patriots, Bucks, Panthers, Patriots, Falcons, and Jets. Like honestly, honestly, the the only two games that are kind of would be a would be a challenge, so to speak, would be the Buck would be Tom Brady and the Buccaneers and the Sam Darnold and the Panthers. Because to be honest. Like yesterday, yesterday, yeah, the Panthers went in to against the Cowboys with the number one defense, and the Cowboys 
put up a hell of a game. Uh, Elliott had a lot of, they had like 282 yards rushing and everything. So there's questions on the Panthers defense. I think it's one of the things where the pan, like the Panthers coaching staff goes, okay, we kind of got a reality check. Let's look at the film, see what we need to fix and let's get back to it. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I think, and I honestly think they they make the statement of because we don't play for the Bills, we can look ahead. We it, like we're allowed to look ahead and everything. Like we don't we don't have to be stuck that <clears throat> one day at a time approach, one week at a pro- time approach or whatever. It's the thing of look back at the last two games versus Kansas City Chiefs, see what went right, see what went wrong. Try to analyze, try to pinpoint it and fix it. Me, if you look at both of those games, how the healthiness of the Bills were the issue. Both those games, the healthiness of the Bills were the issue. <clears throat> if the Bills can go in on both sides of the ball Sunday night with a fully healthy team or at least close to a healthy team, and that's meaning Taron Johnson, Jordan Poyer, Matt Milano are playing, and and even if they even if they don't play as much as they have, like snap wise, they are playing. It's going to make a difference, and it's going to allow the Bills' defense to plan for Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey. So yeah. it, it's it's one of the things of. I'm not going to make a prediction because I don't want to because <laughs> I I just not going to be a shout out. <laughs> it, yeah. Like, oh, my God. Uh, like. Knock on wood. Imagine if the Bills shut the Chiefs out. Well, it's the trend right now to just shut out teams right now with us. Listen, they can't. We can't lose if from- nobody scores. That's the. That's the that's the Oh, I hope not a tie. I don't want a tie. <laughs> oh god. No, please no. <laughs> we don't need we don't need a tie. That that oh my god. Um I don't need that stress in no, my life. No, no. We're like, hey, you tied. <laughs> you, did you win? No. Rather to lose at that point. Lost. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just ruins things. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like it, it it's gonna be interesting. What's 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 the what's the killer is there the Sunday night football game? So hmm. it's sitting all day Saturday. Yeah. All day Sunday for all the games and everything in anticipation, waiting. Like and that's the thing. Had the game been here? Like had we had the game been here, I think it might be a little bit better and everything because you have all the fans and that. And that. But with yeah. it being an Arrowhead, I yes, do I expect a good amount of Bills fans to be in Arrowhead Stadium? Yeah, I do. I think there's going to be. I think there's going to be a healthy dose of Bills Mafia in Arrowhead. Yeah, we is travel it well. Is, is it going to be enough to like make a difference? Probably not, but. It's it's kind of that that anxiety anticipation a little bit because 
you're sitting there at one o'clock and, and at four o'clock and you're just like, and you're seeing the stories and the, and the video and the videos like, and everything because granted, yes, it's not, it's not Tom Brady making his return to Foxborough, but everything, but it's still, it's still a big marquee game, marquee game for, for a fan base that, all right, this, we need, it's like the, the analogy of your, when you're a drug addict and you, you have that, you have that itch, you, you need it. Bills fans need this win. Like Bills Mafia need, like we need this win. Like they, like Bills Mafia needs the, need the, needs to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Signature win, like you said. Yes, it's that signature win. Like, especially from Josh Allen. Oh, absolutely. And because it's the thing of, like I said, the the national media has talked about it. Lamar, Lamar, granted, yes. Hilaire fumbled, but still Lamar Jackson got finally beat Patrick Mahomes after yeah after three on his fourth try. Justin Herbert beat Patrick Mahomes as well. It's the thing of all right, the two other court, two of the other top young young gun quarterbacks in the league got their win against Mahomes. Josh Allen needs that win. He needs that signature win now. If he can get this signature, if he can lead the the Bills to a victory Sunday night versus the Chiefs, that's his signature win. And that's his signature win. And it's just of if they beat, if they beat the Chiefs Sunday, it makes the season that much more stress relief because at that point, you've put yourself two games ahead of the Chiefs. You have a very friendly schedule and just keep doing what you've been doing and lock up that number one seed and home field advantage throughout. Because then at that point, you're at that point, you're like, all right, we got home field. You want to get to the, you want to, you want to get to the Super Bowl. It, you got to come through us. And, and it's been a very, it's been, it's been a very long time since Buffalo's had that kind of feeling. The fans it, need it. Yeah. Like it, it's been, it's been a long time coming and. And there's a generation of fans that haven't even experienced yeah. oh, it. Absolutely. They've dealt with like mediocre teams. Like we've talked about, you know, yeah. the drought years, all the, so, all, the drought, all the drought years and everything. Like imagine growing up, during that those years oh god i don't even want to think about that because what's funny is i know i know bills i friend like i have friends that are younger and everything that are like early like like mid-20s late 20s that were like born like 98 99 2000 yeah like i know people like that were like bo- like born like early 90s mid 90s ish even late 90s and i'm just like y'all don't know y'all y'all just been y'all have been living in te- a horrifying times like <laughs> so you guys horrifying times scarred for life yeah like but that's okay it's gonna get better oh absolutely um but it's the thing of sunday night football 
it, it's an important game, and the bill, the like, no predictions, no spoilers, no, no. It, it's it's the Bills win, it's a signature win, and it's Josh Allen's Allen's sig- like first major signature win. Like it there's like yesterday they played the Texans, so there was a lot of talk about the last time that the teams played. And then of course, when the Bill there were all the jokes um when the Bills went in the halftime up 16-0. And there were like mm-hmm. the people were joking around, oh, we've been we've seen this before. We've seen this horror movie. It's like wait, wait a minute, hold on. Case of deja vu, and I'm like, had I looked at it, I was like, you know what? If you really look at it, back in 2019 when they, um, when the Bills lost that game, when the Bills lost that game, um, you you had. I think uh, they were what they they were the sixth. I think they were the sixth seed. Yeah, they were the sixth seed. So mm-hmm. had Buffalo won. No, they were the five seed. That's right. Um, had Buffalo won the Houston game, um, they would have ended. They would have ended up going. They would have ended up going to Kansas City and playing the Chiefs because of ten, Tennessee. Tennessee beating New England because um, Tennessee was the sixth seed. At that point, um, 2019 was still, we still had sugar high, Josh. Um, I, I, yeah, at that point, we still had sugar high, Josh. <laughs> um, Different form. Yeah. <laughs> he's evolved. Yeah, he, he's, he, he's evolved. He's evolved in, into uh into the stage, the stage three Pokemon, um, basically. <laughs> this is Josh Allen's origin story. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, it would have been funny had the had the Bills beat Houston in 2019 and then went to Kansas City, and you still had you still had Sugar High Josh. It would have been it would have been interesting because I do I expect do I think the Bills would have beat the Kansas City Chiefs in 2019? No. I, I don't I don't I don't expect especially in Kansas City having the number one seed, number one seed. Um number one seed and number two. I don't I think they were number one. No, they were number two. No, they were number one. Yeah, they were number two. Um because Baltimore was number one. So I don't think the Bills would have beaten the Chiefs in 2019, but it's the thing of there's been growth. Josh Allen has shown growth and maturity. I think Josh Allen being Josh Allen, um, I think he's going to, I think he's going to go back and watch those game films and kind of try to pinpoint good and bad and try to avoid making the bad mistakes. And, and you can see, and what's funny is you can see the you can see the evolution that Josh Allen has had. Look at the look at the touchdown the touchdown pass that he had to Dawson Knox yesterday. Like it, it was like a three four step drop. He looked for the slant, had dig like Diggs was running the the slant route in. 
there's the linebacker right there. And it wasn't even like Josh, Josh like looked out of the side of his eye. And then all of a sudden you know, it was like pump. And then all of a sudden you see him throw the ball and Dawson Knox is wide open and goes in the end zone. Like, I, I think it's to the point where Kansas city's defense might have like, might, might have like one or two, like there's the, there's the, there's the first or second option. Like, okay, Josh looks for his first, looks for a second. There's not there. And then he finds the third or fourth. Um, it, it's Allen's improved. Josh Allen's improved. The defense has improved. And it's just, everybody's got their key to the game. My, my key is yo if we could be healthy that's all that matters to me <laughs> cuz if we can go in at at 97% health and and maybe like you rotate you ro- like you rotate Taryn uh Taryn M- Matt and Jordan out kind of try to and everything i think the backups would be good enough on say like less like less stressful downs than so if like say then say like if the chiefs are in the red zone at that point it's like no put the defense out there put them out there shut them down whatever but it, it's but if you look at the first four games that the chiefs have had it's the defense isn't there um the pass rush isn't there. And that was the, that was the big thing that that was the big, that was the big key last year in that AFC title game is, is the Kansas City Chiefs were playing very aggressive, like aggressive man zone defense. And they were rushing for It was very, very similar to what the Steelers did in week one. And I think the Bills and Brian Dable, along with Josh Allen, they've they've changed their game plan because they're using a lot more eleven and twenty-one personnel. They're not going three, four, five wide empty set like empty set backfield. They they still throw it in there every so often, but they don't do it what they they don't do it like they were last year, where it was like almost and you watched all the games last year. It was like almost every game. Josh Allen's out there by himself in the backfield, and he's got like five wide. Yeah, and he's just gunslinging it. This year, they're run the run the ball short, like short either, either, uh intermediate passing. Take the deep take the deep ball when it's there. And I think what it was is granted. Josh was a little shaky to start against the Texans yesterday. I think the Washington game was key. The the game against Washington was key is because Josh Allen had a Josh Allen of 2020 game. And I think that kind of knocked the cobwebs off a little bit and got Josh going all right, I need to get back to what I was doing last year. Because if you look at that, if you look at the first three games when Josh Allen's in the pocket, his feet are still. He's not really moving. 
Washington and and against Houston, he's kind of he's he's moving, he's bouncing a little bit, and he, mm-hmm. and he's putting his body into the throws instead of just his arm. Like he's like we all know Josh Allen has a strong arm, but if you, you if you kind of put the full motion into it, you get that zip that he has. You get that you get that ability to put that touch on the ball and and everything. It, it's just it, it's it comes down to a couple of key factors for Sunday. And the thing is, is they need to win. It's two things. Bills win. Josh Allen gets a signature victory. And the defense, the defense proves that it's what they've been doing to inferior teams isn't a fluke. Because if you really look at it, they have a ninety, they have a ninety point differential between <laughs> points scored, points points allowed. Yeah, you don't have that punt. Uh, if you don't have that fluke punt block against the Steelers, it's almost a hundred. Because you take that seven points away from the Steelers, they're at ninety-seven. Like point point differential potentially. So it, it's just it's just right now because of what they've done. You're probably looking at the Bills going in having like the top defensive unit, if not like top top three defensive unit. I just and healthy. Yeah. I just want them to be healthy. And do I believe that what happened to the Panthers yesterday with the Cowboys is going to happen to the Bills with the Chiefs? No, I, I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. I think Sean McDermott, Leslie Flazier are going to prepare this team well. They're going to build. They're going to dial up a game plan that they're like, listen. We have two, we have, there's three main objects to this offense. We have to shut, shut, we have to keep them quiet or shut them down to as much as possible. And also it, they, a couple of fans had called in and like posted on Twitter and everything. Mm -hmm. The run request is Sean McDermott. Don't play, don't play ball strategy. Don't play clock management ball it out just ball it out like people are like just let let Dable and Josh go with the offense and aggressive just be aggressive because that's what's going to win you the game because the Chiefs because somehow the Chiefs have this magical second gear that they can that whenever they start falling like they fall two scores behind they, they go click and it's like off they go so it, it's the thing of if the chief the if the Chiefs win, knock on wood, if they win, I'm gonna go, okay, we didn't beat the Chiefs. Let's look especially if it's close, I'm gonna go, all right, what happened? What what like what happened to allow that? But I think it's to the thing of the bill. The bills are going to pre- be prepared because yeah. they know how important this game is to their season. 
it's not so much it's not so much the division it's the conference it's this game is a very key game to what they want to do to where they want to be and it's going to be the signature win it's going to be so it's the thing of if josh allen josh allen can play smart plays to what the Kansas City defense gives him, they will win. If he tries to be aggressive and for and try to be too forceful, he's going to make mistakes. And then on the defensive side, once again, health, health, like health. It, it, it's a health, it's a health matter. Like Milano Poyer and Taryn Johnson, please for the love of God. Rest. Rest. We will be closely monitoring the injury reports. Oh yeah, because like I said, they, they the injury reports usually come out Wednesday. They that's when they break everything down, like injury wise. So yeah, Bill Bill's Mafia is going to be like, yo, where's that injury report at? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, my guy? So, but um, as we get close to wrapping it up. I have rambled on plenty here, thoughts and everything. Um, what are you feeling? What are you? What's your thoughts going into the Chiefs? Going? What's your thoughts over the last couple of weeks, and then going into this Chiefs game? Yeah, I mean, we've played some pretty cupcake teams, and now we have a test on our hands, and this is a huge game. And like you said, Josh needs to pull out a signature win. It's going to be a statement, a statement win, um, so to speak. But yeah, um, it's again, it's hard to tell because it's not in Buffalo. It's away. Um, There's going to be a lot of anxiety leading up to this game. but if we pull this out, we're on the right track. That's true. That's that's absolutely true. But um, so of course, uh, for all those out listening, uh, for those that are going to be listening this on uh, Anchor FM as well as Spotify and other places you you can get pot your sports podcasts. Uh, thank you for all tuning in. Thank you for liking, subscribing. Uh, doing all that. Um, check out the Twitter across bill at across bills. Uh, you can check out uh, me at the Gan- uh, at the Ganchise eighty three. You can check out stuff at Stuffy Tweets. Uh, she got her spookiness for the month of October going on. She got the spooky title going on. Um, Stuffy spooky tweets. Yeah, Stuffy spooky <laughs> tweets. Yeah, I have yet. I have not seen any spooky tweets. I am very. I, I will need to post some spooky tweets. Don't I, worry. We Hopefully, are, we, we are can four days scare. You you are saying spooky tweets, and I have not seen spooky tweets. Hopefully, our scary defense will perform on Sunday. Hopefully, hopefully. Also, your goal is to spooky tweets. <laughs> There's there like listen like when I saw like as when I saw the name change, I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. I was like, there should be a spooky tweet a day. I was like, there's 31 days, 31. I'm going to do it. I'm going to start. No spooky tweets. I'm going to do it. 
We need all the spooky tweets. <laughs> all the spooky tweets. But all right, ladies and gentlemen, until then, uh, for Stuffy, I'm Pat G. This has been Across the Bills. Thank you all for listening. Uh, stay safe, be healthy. Uh, stay safe, stay kind, be healthy, and we'll see you on the flip side.